Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. You're listening to the Lance Day Radio Network featuring sports talk and entertainment excellence. Now a part of the Howard University Radio Network, HUR Voices, Sirius XM Channel 141 family. I am your host, the one and only James Lewis III. It's always a pleasure to be broadcasting with you coast to coast, globally, and of course on Lance Day Plus, where we podcast every single segment of the show. I want to start today's show. I get a lot of fodder for the show from from my friends and and especially the group chats that I'm on. So we all have different group chats that we're on. Most of us have a group chat with family. So you have one with your parents, with your siblings, your cousins. Everybody's talking about what's going on with family. When is the next time we're having dinner on, on the weekend? Who's bringing what? What's the next big event? Is it is it the Super Bowl? Is it is it a cookout? On July 4th, is it a cookout on Memorial Day? Are we traveling to Montego Bay if, if your family's flexing like that? But you have this constant group chat with your family. Then everyone has a group chat. And I'm speaking for guys. I can't speak for the ladies out there. But but pretty much every guy has two group chats, at least. You have a group chat from your homies that you grew up on the Ave with back home. So I have a group chat from my friends from Columbus, Ohio, and we grew up together. We've we've known each other since we were little kids, and you have that group chat. And for guys, it's kind of a safe space. Everybody's everybody's talking. I'm not doing the Kevin Hart bit because Kevin Hart did a bit on this. But everybody's talking about what's going on with their health and what's going on with their relationships, and people are talking about sports and people are talking about music. And there's always a conspiracy theorist on the chat that's trying to explain to you how the earth is flat or whatever else is going on in society that they don't believe in. They don't believe in the in the Tupac murder. They think that Tupac is in Cuba somewhere. They they think that everything is some high-level conspiracy. I'm actually going to talk about that a little bit later. I love the conspiracy theories. And I get I get a good kick out of conspiracies because a lot of stuff that, that we see on the news is inaccurate. So you can't blindly believe whatever you see on CNN or whatever you see on Fox or whatever you see on NBC. But a lot of people take it to the other extreme and they don't believe anything that they get on a mainstream source. But they believe everything that they that they are able to ascertain from some spanky on YouTube. Then everybody has chat with their with their college grad school colleagues somewhere in that area. So you have you have your family chat, you have your homies you grew up with, and then you have your adult friends or colleagues, people that you went to college with, grad school with, medical school with, law school with, or colleagues with. You you work with them in the industry and y'all and, and it's a different type of conversation. It's a it's a I I'm on a chat with with a group of people that are healthcare leaders and executives such as myself. And we're we're talking about federal regulations that 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 the 
that the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services are, are trotting out at different intervals throughout the year. So we're not, we're not talking about who's going to win the Super Bowl. We're not talking about my Baltimore Orioles and how competitive they're going to be this year. We're not talking about that stuff on my adult chat. That's, that's, the, that's the childhood friendship chat. So one of the things that I love to talk about, and, and this, is, this is unique to me, I feel like I'm the only man in the history of male athletics that will provide an accurate depiction of what type of athlete I was. I, I'm, not, I'm not someone, you're never going to hear Lance J say, yo, back in 96, when I was playing power forward at the Pine Forge Academy or, 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 at, or during my church league, you'll never hear me say, yo, man, I was putting up 38 a game. I was unstoppable. My mid-range was wet. I had a nice three. My, my jab step was awesome. I was just a scoring machine. I cross you up. I give you 30, 38 points and 11 boards and six assists. I was, I was a shorter version of, 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 of the Joker. You're never going to hear me say that. I was fortunate enough to play varsity basketball at a very small private school. We played hard. I had a, I had a fantastic coach, Chris Fielder. I learned a lot about basketball. I became a coach over the years. I spent many years coaching AAU basketball, many years coaching in the church leagues, had a lot of success, got a chance to work with a lot of young kids. But when I played basketball, I was a very mediocre player. On my best day, I was Dale Davis. I get you, I get you nine points, ten points, maybe eleven boards, but not a superstar, not someone that that was putting up highlights. I don't have a highlight reel. I may have thrown a couple of behind the back passes at times, but nothing special. Someone that played hard, wanted to compete, didn't care. Someone an undersized power forward, only six feet tall, but always had. You know, even in high school, I weighed. Actually, probably weighed a little bit more in high school than I weigh now. But, you know, somewhere around 200 pounds, 205, 210 pounds. And would use, would use my, my girth to the best of my ability. Pretty good on the fast break, solid finisher, but, but nowhere close to a superstar. I could not have played at a, at a great public school. If I went to a big public school, if I had gone to Olentangy High School, which is the, the closest school to, to where I grew up, on the north end of Columbus, Ohio, I would not have made that basketball team. There are guys that, that played there that, that played D1. I would not have made that basketball team. I would not have made that JV team. I, I, I would have been somebody that went to the games and sat on the front row and participated in the antics that young high schoolers participate in. But I'm proud of my basketball career. I got a letterman's jacket. I enjoyed my time. I was in high school. I was a straight-A student. I was the president of my class. There were other things that, that I brought to the table outside of athletics. And I was a solid baseball player. I was a much better baseball player than a basketball player. I was a pretty good baseball player, but not good enough to go play for college somewhere, but good enough to play on a, on a little league travel team. But my recollection of my own sports history is, is a solid player, a role player. I think when I played varsity basketball, I was like the fifth or sixth man off the bench. I was a, I was frequently a DNP. Well, I wouldn't say frequently because we were pretty 
my senior year, we were pretty good, and we blew out a lot of people. So I was, I was a garbage time guy or a DMP. I was one of them guys. Remember the Indiana Hoosiers? And back in the day when when Bobby Knight, rest in peace, and they had the they had the the peppermint candy cane striped pants, which is kind of their their famous motif. I would have been one of those guys that was wearing the pants the entire game. Like I'm sitting on the bench when the when the good players come to to sit on the bench during a timeout. I'm getting up so they can get a, get some rest, and I'm clapping. I'm saying good job, guys. I'm a glorified cheerleader. Why is it that, that every other guy, every all of my all of my male friends, if you talk to them about their history from playing sports when they were teenagers, young adults, everybody was Kobe. Everybody was the black mama. Everybody was Jordan. Some of the lies. And I'm not I'm not calling out if, if any of my friends are listening to this, I'm not calling out any one person in particular. So don't get sensitive, get mad at me. But the the lies. People, people that I went to school with telling stories about how good they were at sports. I'm like, yo, son, I went to school with you. I don't remember that. You are sitting on the bench next to me. The exaggeration, I have a, I literally, there's literally a, a, (laughs) there's literally within my circle of friends, there's a Paul Bunyan tale about one of our friends that in in, in an intramural game, supposedly had 46 points in the second half. And, and I was at that game. I was like, this person had like 28 points. I mean, they played really well. But these tall tales grow, and people exaggerate how good. Everybody Everybody I know was D1 bound. And I don't mean like Iona. I don't even mean going to Creighton or, or going to Wichita State. I'm talking about everybody I know if they didn't have a coach that disliked them or or a dreaded knee injury or or a patella tendon injury or something like that, everybody I know was heading for North Carolina. They're going to suit up with Rashid Wallace and Vince Carter and Jerry Stackhouse at, at UNC. I'm kind of dating myself. They were going to Michigan to play with the Fab Five until somebody hated on them and, and intervened. And I just I just want to get that off my chest because I've had I've had that discussion with like five or six of my friends. And, and everyone, people just have such a depiction. It's like Homer Simpson on The Simpsons where he's fat and out of shape and he's looking in the mirror and he sees like this muscular bodybuilder guy that, that has a full head of hair, but really he's fat and out of shape and bald. It's okay to be a role player. A public service announcement. It's okay to tell stories about your kids. Yo, your daddy came off the bench and he scored six clutch points in in a regional playoff game. And he didn't play the rest of the game, but those six clutch points were very valuable and changed the trajectory of that game. I think I had a game once. I had 21 rebounds in the game. I think I might have had seven points or six points that game. Best game I've ever played in my entire career. A 6.21 board stat line. But it's okay to be a role player. It's just all, all of my friends, it's, just, it's so funny. Here's an example. I grew up in suburban Columbus, Ohio, and played in basketball camps. And a lot of times, um, kids that play basketball, like basketball, 
There were some pretty good park games that, that you could get to up at. Shout out to Otterbein University. And I grew up. Andy Katzenmoyer, who went to Ohio State, ended up playing in the NFL, was a big star. I grew up playing sports against Andy Katzenmoyer. I didn't know, nor am I anywhere close to the athletic ability of Andy Katzenmoyer. I just happened to be in the camp with another 60 kids, and Andy Katzenmoyer was one of them. But people take those stories and twist them and add to them and next thing you know, it's just like, well, hey, man, I I dunked on I dunked on this guy that was D one, man. I was I was amazing. I was doing unbelievable stuff. And we just have to stop, stop the lies. Paragon Seven Studios, live from the Paragon Seven Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon Seven, Seven Studios. The Wizards, they they besmirched Jordan. They did the impossible. They took the they took the godly image, the the deity which is Mike, the sports deity which is Michael Jordan. They besmirched him with those awful teal uniforms, teal and brown uniforms. Like this this franchise is a joke, from end to end, from top to bottom. They sucked in the eighties. They sucked in the nineties. They sucked in the in the early two thousands. They suck now. And quite frankly, I've had enough. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. I, I am denouncing. I'm doing something I never thought that I, I would say on the show. I am denouncing my, my Washington Wizards slash Bullets fandom. I, I am a free agent. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Joining us on the Lance J Radio Network tonight, the one and only Pete Rock, the Chocolate Boy Wonder. My favorite Pete Rock remix is the Jump Around remix. Jump around. And... The public enemy, the public I shut, shut him down. down. Who do you well, rock with that some of the young bulls that's out in the industry today? Well, I definitely say the whole result is a click, and then I'll say the PDE click, and, you know, um, you know, you know, J. Cole. Uh, I, s- I, I love you to death, Pete Rock. I love you to no death, Pete Rock. And me and Pete Rock supposed to do something as well. Nope. No doubt, bro. Nope. Let's get it popping. So, 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 so. He's a sweet. 